Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. welcome to Youth Connors Podcast. Well, that sounded good in my head. <laughs> if this is your first time on the podcast, sit back and take a sip of cold water because you're about to listen to a conversation that could choke you figuratively. And this is a podcast dedicated to showing the world through the corner of the youth. Don't go nowhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Youth Connor Podcast. And I'm your host. My name is Anne Fiok. It's funny, I only, I only say welcome back because it's like the conversation never ends, like we never left here. So, I want to talk about my last slice of patriotism and how it's dangling by a thread. And now, if that last slice is gone, there's no going back for me. Now, the old statement, my last slice of patriotism. It's like you know, you know. Let me give you this, this analogy. You no know when you're eating your sliced bread, when you get to that last slice, you know after this there's nothing more. You 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 that awareness hits you that this bread don't finish. That's how it is. That's how my patriotism lives up is at the moment. Once the slice slice go, don't go, don't go to that. And and the foodies that are eating this. No, this bread of patriotism of mine. We have the federal government on one side of the table, and we have the Lagos State government on the other side. It's funny how be, how I've always been talking about the Lagos State government for a long while now. It's these these people they, are, they, they show me shit again. That's why before I'm no longer living in Lagos, they will just find a way that they are their matter will just have a ripple effect on reaching me wherever I am. Or if I enter visit Lagos, I'll just realize why I left Lagos in the first place and. How Lagos is just unfit for living. Okay, so today I'll be budging on um just a small aspect of how federal government and Lagos government, right? That really turn with the patriotic spirit in me. Let's note the fact that I can't categorically state that I don't think I owe Nigeria anything. And it's not as if there's one beautiful thing about you know, the Nigerian public service that I have benefited from, per se. That the government really came through for me. Do something that, or like, ah, these guys came through for me in many ways. And I would like to say that that goes for a good number of us out there. So, to be honest, I don't owe Nigeria anything in particular. And it's not if Nigeria funded and uh, the Nigeria government or the Lagos State government funded a part of my education or made housing affordable or just the, or the made life or quality of life in general easier for me. No, they have not. In fact, they've only made it worse. So, my own sense of patriotism doesn't come from, oh, I owe them one, I have to return back that favor. I don't even know where my own sense of patriotism self comes from. But I hope that it does not die. Because, I mean, lately, right, there's been this fire, that, you know, there's this hope, there's this light at the end of the tunnel. But as we all know, it's light in Nigeria. Electricity in Nigeria is not stable. It goes off any time. So is this one I'm talking about. Not perfect thick light now. This picture is going to disappear. Right. So, um, yesterday, or day first day there, but I was with this good friend of mine, Diwali, I've mentioned his name, I think, several times on this podcast. So we were having a discussion, and he was complaining to me how, you know, 
these days when you just when as a young lad now you just you probably are just walking around you probably are waiting for a walk and get something the moment you see a police officer your heart starts racing i mean you start to feel uncomfortable you start to shiver and you, it's not as if you have done anything illegal or you have anything uh, illegal on you or you've made any offense something like that you just feel uneasy Understand you you won't be comfortable seeing them, be it on their uniform or or the or their mufti. The moment you just cite someone that you know fits into that police category, the moment you just profess person, you have you feeling that this person is a police officer. You just you know that nah you can't you just be just be uneasy. You you cannot be at rest, and it's sad because these people are meant to protect life and property, but they don't do it. I also had my own facial experience because there, there was a time that right, I was still living in Lagos and SARS was at, was at an all-time high. It's not only SARS, even normal police officers are this stress from this life. You'll be on your own, young lad. Probably you are, you are learning skill, you are, you are doing something good, something legal. You're not involved in anything that, that can you know, put your, your last, your sense of honor, pride, or anything through the mode. Stand, but they will still frustrate you that you are your hands are clean. It doesn't make sense. Like young guys are trying to you know make ends meet in the right way, and you still frustrate what they do. Make it make sense to me because at least we uh, the police officers somehow right they are they are like stress that like a representation in in some sort of way. Of Nigeria, right? They are they are government entities. Let me put it that way. If you harm them, you're basically like harming the government. So it does you cannot be harming the police officer. Harm disrespecting the like yeah, disrespecting the country at large. So the even army officers too. So that's the way we see them. But these people disrespect us to the highest degree. And literally nothing is done done about it. it we did the protest 2020 and the, the police officers that are in the streets making life difficult for an everyday Nigeria. October 1st, during the Independence Day, um Labour Party held rallies all around Nigeria and in Lagos particularly, they mobilized police. So that said that when it comes to you know um Democratic movement and all of that. Nigerian police will have an election and they will come and flex their muscles. But when they are needed in life and death situations, you will not see them on the scene. Weeks before the um, October 1st you know, rallies and all of that, there were a series of robberies on, on different bridges in Nigeria, Third Milan Bridge inclusive. For hours, man, people were retweeting, people were you know, talking about this thing. Everybody were yelling about Nobody can say that they're not aware. And our so-called Twitter policing people, we know them, our police on Twitter, that just come and say rubbish. Nobody did anything, nobody said anything. But now, people want to hold the democratic movement and you see police. When you see the way they are equipped, you think they brought Call of Duty into Lagos. Whether we are playing Call of Duty, you know what Call of Duty um, avatars look like. What the players in the game look like, the way they are dressed, they are all fit. Their gear is complete, the kind of guns they will hold, the kind of you know, small grenades, this and that. When, when I saw them, as, and these are not our everyday police, these are not our pot-bellied police, 
this one said they hold you. You said you know that you are in for you are in for trouble. Said, young lads, these young guys are right there. I descend them to what flex muscle. <laughs> ah, this country. So that's what I was saying about my sister patriotism. And as far as I was trying to make a point of how this, you know, this police don't even protect lives and properties and the source make life you know, harder. If you if you are conversant with Lagos life, you you be aware that there are thugs almost everywhere in Lagos. And the only way you can escape them is if you live in that environment with the same thugs. So particularly you that live in the environment, most times they will let you off the leech. And sometimes you have to just drop something for them, money, so that you know, just you you, you don't you don't want trouble for yourself. And this is unnecessary extortion. Because things we don't find things easy anymore in this country, and there are some urchins in different parts of Lagos that are still making life worse. Mind you, mind you, a police officer will see these people and they will act like they did not see anybody. But when they see you, no man, man being, eh, just trying to make sure you survive and not die. Ah, you turn to Labra for them. You turn to um, December. Allowing for them when they look at you, all they see is that Zemba loving. It's bad, it's shameful, it's shameful. Painful part of the whole matter is a police officer might be like five feet away, he might be seeing talks around you. That doesn't mean you will do anything. They can't be there. You just you see them, you stand. Those on the town, Mufti, that we know that police officer will be there. You'll see everything happen. They will turn a blind eye, gosh, really. What would they gain from intervening? Monetarily, I don't think they gain anything. So they just stay where they are. Wow, well, this one I'm saying, it's actually happened to me. That's what I'm saying. I'm clever. This one, no, it didn't happen to me. It happened to me. But once they see me now walking on my way, come and meet me. But once it's time to help me get out of a situation that's actually very serious, they'll be on their own. Ah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm saying it. You see these police and thugs that, that are like better than feather. Because why even some police officers so they have this uh, neighboring police uh Lagos State, neighborhood cops, something like that, and some some security operatives that you will know that these people are no different from these thugs. It's like they took out these thugs and gave them clothes, uniforms to operate. Even down to people like park operators and, and people that collect and tax and levies for um, drivers that use that drive commercial vehicles and all of that. You can just tell that nah, these people are thugs. They are not same people. It's like anybody when you see them, you just have this thing that any any um John Doe can be a police officer. Any John Doe can have a black uniform. Because there are, so, there, are some, there are some police officers you study, these people are clearly unfit for service. But still, they will wield the weapon and they'll be on black and black. I don't even know. I think these dogs, what they need, they need rehabilitation. Not moving into places of power and authority that they can actually enforce actual power and authority on Nigerians. I don't think that is what they are needing. Hmm. Life in Lagos has always been tainted by you know the the 
presence of disturbs and it's not funny really it's not funny. especially when you're not in your in an area that you you are familiar with the dogs really it's not funny because they can take everything from you trust me nothing is going to happen you are you might be lucky for if someone can come in and stand in for you because nothing is going to happen and trust me there's nothing you, you can do about it because if you want to cut chain for them yeah if you want to take it out on that dog trust me he has reinforcement and backup everywhere that you're not just seeing the moment you start they will just come out and geometer will escalate and trust me you just be better leaving the scene than starting what you'll not be able to finish all this are happening in our number one state in the country it has been happening for years and by look of things i strongly doubt it's going to stop now federal government they are doing a uh, beauty and the beast Beauty and the beast is doing a good description no, they are they are doing a uh, Robin Hood with Asu. Asu, they, they are playing Robin Robin Hood movie for us. Hmm. How many months into the strike? My criticism is dangling by a thread. Trust me, it's dangling by a thread. They are doing Cabo Cabo, a president that has no interest at all in education. Nobody can tell me otherwise. The man has no interest in it. The man is just trying to gather his pension funds, retirement funds. He likes me just gonna rest. That's what he's doing. Anything concerning him, concerning students, is really is not on top of his list. The least thing nice to move is to cartel his money yeah, you know, for retirement plan. He has his findings at the moment. He's doing the blueprint. Our uh, the minister of labor, God help us with that man. If not for the uh, speaker of house of rep. Where would be the, the common hope of a Nigerian student? Where would our hope have been? Thank God for the money, anyways. <laughs> but it's just sad how I always have to complain about Lagos State government and federal government. It's like federal government like the elder brother and Lagos State government like the younger brother. And together, they just, they just have a talent in making life more difficult and unbearable for average Nigerians. And it's sad. And I'm, I'm an average Nigerian, so it affects me directly. Even if you're not an average Nigerian, any the matter will still touch you one way or the other, but you might actually feel the effect like an average Nigerian. It's bad. And almost all of us, we can unequivocally say that we don't owe Nigeria anything. God, God, only God knows where our sense of patriotism comes from. Like me, for example, I don't think I remember how to say the National Pledge and anthem. I don't feel bad about it. I don't even think I want to remember it. And it's bad for me to be saying this, but that's the truth. I don't want to because, trust me, I cannot be ple- pledging allegiance to a country that, is, that will kill you before your time. is insane. I, I just hope that next year, you know, things start to get better. There's this thing that, there's this thing that doctors will tell you that you'll feel worse before you start to feel better. I, I see. I, the worst, I felt it enough. I think it's time for me to start feeling better. If I don't, Anything that concerns me concerns Nigeria, yeah, has been so good. The only, the only um, connection I have with Nigeria is I'm currently living in Nigeria. But that feeling of I am in Nigeria, which evaporates from my body. The last life is there, staring federal government, Lagos government in the eye. And they are called, will they eat it or they will leave it let it stay as a remembrance that. We can get better.
as a symbol that yeah there is recognition for the state i just hope it gets better so that's all i have for on this episode till next time guys yo stay safe and be security conscious if you move around lagos things are things are not smiling places are not smiling relationships is around the corner these dogs will be used to cause me harm so please you'll be careful goodbye see our next episode and do take care of yourself thank you for listening to the podcast do leave a follow and subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to give the podcast a listen till next time guys drink cold water mind your business and make sure you get your pvc thank you